The title of my sermon today is, How Bright Are You? <laughs> How Bright Are You? Now, um, <laughs> you were thinking, <laughs> yeah, it, I was going to kind of save that for light. It's a light bulb. How bright is your light? It isn't how bright of you uh, IQ. You know, the first thing I thought of when I said, how bright are you? I think of the IQ. I don't know, how smart are you? And uh, my dad always would comment sometimes about, always sometimes, that doesn't go together. But my dad would sometimes say, you know, do you, he, that, guy doesn't, that guy has Bright's disease. He doesn't have anything. So, you know, it would just be that uh, people are seemingly not aware of how to handle, how to deal, how to work with things. And we uh, often comment about uh, common sense, that common sense is an oxymoron. There's nothing common about common sense that people just don't seem to have that anymore because, well, I think because they, they, we, we grow up in a different environment, you know. The, the kids today are, I don't want to be knocking the kids today, okay. But uh, when I grew up, you know, I never wanted to do that either as a, as a pastor. It was, this is what happened to me when I grew up, you know. But the, the generation of one person off the farm meaning that people grew up having to work with their hands and, you know, uh, dig ditches with picks and shovel and dig a garden with a shovel and, you know, manual labor. And, you know, I, at one place I was asking, uh, somebody was buying a, a shovel, and I said, oh, you don't want that one. It's a left-handed one, and you're right-handed. And they put it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no, there is no left-handed or right-handed shovel, you know, you know. So uh, some of you didn't even know that was a joke. <laughs> so, but um, we know that there are, there are certain things in certain ways that we've, you know, we grew up doing. And perhaps in another 50 years, the, the, the children that are growing up today with uh, all of the games and so on that they'll, you know, they'll be looking back and they'll be saying, look at those, they didn't have any challenges at all. <laughs> look at how we have to do things today, you know. And probably there'll be no um, games that you do with your hand. You'll be able to think it. You'll be able to, to imagine it and boom, you'll have it and be able to move them. The moves and things of the games will be made with the thoughts of our mind. Um, it's almost that way in the, in the military, <laughs> It's almost that way in uh, flying some of these high-speed uh, aircraft that in the military that it's, it's all images and looking, you know, like the machine gun is no longer aimed by your hand. It's aimed by your thoughts and where you look. And I mean, so all this technology probably is already here. It just hasn't worked its way out into where we are at. So how bright are you? How bright are we? Now, Sometimes we, we wonder and we say, well, you know, I just am a little light, <laughs> uh, you know. But, you know, this little light, it, it'll blind you. It's, you know, it's got all those little, I can't see them anymore. <laughs> uh, it's got all those little, what are they called? LED? LED. has all these little LED things. And, you know, and sometimes if you put a whole bunch of them together, it, uh, it shows up. <laughs> you know, it can be a brighter image. And sometimes you just, <laughs> it's a multi-purpose flashlight right here. So, yeah, it got you both ways, you know. So, these are the things that we, we look at and they're, how bright are they? 
Well, if you look at the back of some of the new cars and new trucks, they have these, all of these multiple LED lights that are there that uh, they, they, I remember one selling point of one vehicle back when these started coming out that the brake light comes on so many one hundred thousandths of a second more, more quickly <laughs> than the old style. So this will, make, this will make stopping safer for the people behind you. So how bright are we? <laughs> the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, you are the light of the world. See, whenever we think of how bright are we, mostly we, I, you know, the first image that comes to myself is, well, how bright am I and for me, my life and how all this works? But really the question is, how bright are we for the rest of the world around us? You know, what, how bright does our light shine to people that need God? Do they see God in the light that you live your life? So the challenge of this message, the challenge of this time together, sharing this this morning, is that, that whenever we have the light that is shining in our life, the people who are around us are also seeing that light. The people around us are also affected by that light. Now, if I shine the light up here now, none of us are affected. Why? It's daylight, you know? <laughs> Did I tell you the joke about the, the I, I did, but I'm going to say it again anyhow. Uh, the, uh, the, the American, the Russian, and the blonde. Did I tell you that one? Well, anyhow, the American and the Russian, they're, they're doing their uh, thing. Well, you know, the Russian says, we were the first one in space. And the American says, well, we were the first one on the moon. And then the blonde says, well, we're, the, we're going to be the first ones to go to the sun. And, you know, he looked at him and says, you, you, can't, you can't go to the sun. You'll burn up before you get there. And the blonde says, no, we won't. We're not that stupid. We'll go at night. <laughs> I got that from somebody on TV, so. <laughs> so how bright are we? <laughs> Just how bright are we, huh? Well, <laughs> the, the light that shines around us is more noticeable when there's darkness. And one of the things that we're able to do, which really makes it more illuminating here. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we're able to do is that when we allow the light of Jesus Christ to be part of who we are, you know, uh, he giveth more grace as the burdens grow greater, you know, as, as the labor increase, that there's more there. You see, our lives are filled with God's grace and God's mercy and God's strength. You know, we can't do this on our own. We, you cannot be a Christian without Christ. You cannot live for Christ without Christ. And we cannot understand the word unless we see how the word is alive inside of us and, and growing and molding and not becoming moldy. I said molding us into the image of Christ. And the image of Christ is where we see how that God's favor and God's blessing is, is bestowed upon our life. So... You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So we are not to hide our life. It's open, you know. This is an open book. You, what you see is what you get, <laughs> you know. We're to be the same when the doors are closed or when the doors are open. You know, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is how we live. This is our life. Now, 
it doesn't mean that it is going to find the approval of everyone. We don't live our life to be approved by people because then we try to please people and whenever we try to please people, we don't play, we probably, we 90% of the time won't please God and for sure won't please ourselves. So my life isn't about living for others. My, my life is about living for God. And as I live for God, my light will shine upon others and many of them will be pleased for the light. <laughs> But not all. There are some people who like to live in the darkness. <laughs> there are some people who don't want to be exposed to the light. You know, I've, I've well, often say that I have a, a very uh, unique, different uh, ministry in, you know, working at the hospital and working with people. And um, this week I had the opportunity you know, I, I see a lot of people who are, and most of the people I see are in nursing care facilities, and many of them um, are, have dementia or aren't very, really there much of the time mentally. And uh, this week, though, I had the opportunity to visit, and two of the people that I met this week were very much afraid of what was going to happen next in their life. And the one I had visited on numerous occasions, and most of the time she wasn't there, <laughs> but this time she was. And so we talked, and she talked about being afraid and about dying and, and everything, and so we went back to her faith, her understanding of forgiveness. You know, by the time we left, you know, I went back to the idea of confession and asking Christ to forgive us and live within our hearts, and he would take care of us. And you know, there was a very real moment in which the light of Christ <laughs> shined upon her life and she saw the difference. She saw the difference in her. And I said, did it feel like there was a, just a big weight lifted off of you? She goes, how did you know? <laughs> See, the light of Christ, just sharing it with someone, that you're sharing something that you know. And, and another situation was almost the very same thing, but this person ha does not have dementia or whatever. They're very much aware of everything most all the time. And this individual also was realizing that the end is getting closer. And we talked about faith in God and life after life, and I held her hand and we prayed and same thing happened. And she didn't want me to leave because the light that I was shining, she wanted to hold my hand. Because that moment of light changed her life. So the light that we share sometimes doesn't have that impact, but it, it's like, well, you know, God says I'm the light of the world, and, you know, I want his light to shine through me. <laughs> You know, yeah. I see the light. <laughs> Walk towards the light. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's when people are dying. They go to the light. You know, don't, don't come. Don't. Come. I'm not. <laughs> so, you gotta understand my humor. I'm sorry, but uh, but we are the light, and it shines light into people's lives. And and sometimes we are illuminating things, and we don't even know it. You see, we, we, are, we have this light about us and that things are light, lighting up about us, even in the daylight, you know, even in the daylight, the, the, the notes become a little more clearer, you know. So even in the daylight, these things begun, become 
easier to see. And that's what God is doing in us, and that when we are living our life for God, and, you know, God is going to light our way. In, in Psalms uh, 119, verse 105, it says, By your words, I can see where I'm going. <laughs> the psalmist is talking about God's word. And he says, By your words, I can see where I'm going. Your word is a light unto my path. Okay? Your word is a light to my path. So whenever we are thinking about life and making decisions and, and choosing which way we're to go and, or going through the everyday routines of life, how much light, <laughs> how much light is there around our lives? You know, if I had this on all the time right here, I would become used to. <laughs> I would become very much acquainted with it and I wouldn't be able to read very well without it. But you know, in the darkness, wow. People who are in darkness have seen a great light. <laughs> and the light that they see is Christ. Because this is not my light. This is not my life. My life is God's. And God's life is light to me, to my path, and to the people around me. <laughs> that I, I have this light. Christ is the light of the world. And so my path is a word. You, you throw a beam of light on my dark path. Imagine that. <laughs> you throw a beam of light on my dark path. I'm enjoying this too much, right? <laughs> I'm enjoying the Can you see me now? Uh, <laughs> so that we have this, we have this, the psalmist says, by your words I can see where I'm going. You throw a beam of light on my dark path. I've committed myself and I'll never turn back from living by your righteous orders. You know, I've been on this. Um, I've been on this um, desire, <laughs> this uh, purpose of acknowledging God, that giving, just giving a moment to acknowledge. And I, I thought, okay, I, I, what does acknowledge mean? I, so I looked it up and whatever. It, it acknowledges to say that you accept or do not deny the truth or existence of something. Acknowledge means that you accept, do not deny the truth. Second definition, you regard or describe someone or something as having or deserving a particular status. Third thing, to tell or show someone that something has been received. So whenever we acknowledge God, whenever we're saying, God, be with me today, you know, I'm driving down the road. God, be with me today. God, I'm going into the mall. Be with me today. What we, we're acknowledging God. In acknowledging him, we are saying that we accept and his truth and that he exists. We are saying that we are regarding or describing or as having deserving a particular status. We are giving God status in our life and over what is coming to tell or show someone that something has been received. I thank you, God, for being with me. I receive your direction. I receive your light to my path. See, acknowledging God is just us saying, hey, God, <laughs> we're here together in this. The Bible says that we are always to pray and not faint. Now, 
we, we think, well, praying, I should be down on my knees and praying. You know, so, so I got I to gotta go live. <laughs> well, God isn't meaning that we should be in a moment and laying, kneeling at an altar and praying, you know, every moment of every day. But every moment of every day, we know that God is with us. And how do we know that? Well, we acknowledge him. <laughs> we acknowledge his presence. We acknowledge his guidance. We acknowledge that he is here. So whenever we're getting in the car, what are we doing? We're acknowledging that God is with us. Uh, whenever we're lost, <laughs> where are we going now? I don't know. Okay, God, <laughs> I ask you to be with me. Guide me. You see, we are putting ourselves in a position where we are, we are acknowledging is to say that we accept him. We accept his divine truth as a light to our path. So whenever we have those chance encounters, they are not by chance, but they are by purpose. And so by the purpose of that encounter, I am putting a little light on the path. You know what? And as I put a little light on the path, that light helps their path. That helps them feel more included in life now there's the story of uh, this uh, guy who was seated at a restaurant and um, he heard the the little boy who behind him was young but had a very pleasant attitude was very pleasant and talking and very you know just kind and everything you know this guy's totally amazed doesn't even see the kid but is totally amazed by him and his demeanor and how he's talking and everything and so he, he tells them that today is his birthday and, and he's asking the waitress if he can, you know, if he's going to get the discount and the birthday thing, you know. And the, wait, the waitress, of course, being very attentive, says, I don't know, kid, did you join the club? <laughs> you know, so she's not attentive at all to this kindness of this boy. And so he's just very kind, orders, thank you, please, and thank you. And he's doing this whole routine. And when this guy um, gets up, he, he tells the parents how nice uh, the boy has been. And he's going out, and he, he approaches the waitress and says, did he qualify for the meal? She, oh, I don't know. Did he join the club or didn't he? Well, so the guy took out a $20 bill and paid the waitress and said, give him whatever he wants, his birthday things, and it's, it'll be all paid for. Well, of course, the, the waitress went over and told the family, that this man who was going through the parking lot over there gave, you know, paid for his breakfast or paid for his meal and his birthday cake or whatever he was going to get. Well, they got up and ran out, and the boy, again, being as very kind and congenial and whatever, says that, you know, he's so thankful and he appreciated it and whatever, and, you know, he, he goes back in, and the, the mother stands there and tells the guy, you know, how much this meant to her and her family because he's had three brain surgeries. <laughs> he has a stent in his brain, and they don't know the future for him, but this made so much, meant so much to him and to the family because they, felt <clears throat> because they felt that God was there and cared for them. You know, so here is a very unique situation in which someone is brought to our attention. And in that attention, <laughs> there's a light. What, God, what should I do? Well, what's the light shining? What's the thought that God is speaking to our heart? Not the, you know, booming voice, Moses, you know, you know burning bush voice, all that kind of stuff. Most of the time, it's just that impression in our hearts that 
Well, do something kind. Maybe smile <laughs> or maybe thank them. But you see, by your words, I can see where, see where I'm going. His word comes to us and helps us see where we are going. I mean, we can always pick two or three paths, but suddenly this one seems just a little brighter, or this is the one is just this. This is the one you want to go on today. You know, this is the variation you want to be. Well, why? Why do I need to go a different way? Ours isn't to find the answer. Ours is to be obedient to where the light is showing, shining into the direction. Well, what if I go that way and I have a wreck? Okay. <laughs> what if you go that way and you meet somebody at the exact moment of coming out the door and this light is going to be green or red and somebody's going to veer across the road and you're not going to be there because they'll miss you because you're not there. You see, <laughs> trust God. Proverbs 3, 6 says, trust, Proverbs 3, 5, trust God from the bottom of your heart don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. The still, small voice of God. Listen for that voice everywhere we go. So be, the beginning of listening for that voice is to be thankful. You see, I am expressing gratitude. Acknowledge is to say that you accept. To express gratitude is to say that I accept what is coming my way and what is in my hands. I accept this, and God, I thank you for it. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I am giving thanks for what is in my hands, and I don't know, I don't like it, you know, that I, could, I could do this a little better, you know. I should be done. If God were in this, it would certainly be much better, but you know what, if I am thankful for this, then I know that I will be thankful for whatever God puts in my hands later. Because if I'm not grateful for what's in my hands, what's going to happen when I get more? <laughs> I'm still going to be ungrateful. So, I've committed myself, and I'll never turn back. Everything falls apart on me, God, but put me together again in your word. That was back on Psalm 119. Put me together again. Sorry, Jose. <laughs> He's not back there. What's this one? You know, sorry. But uh, put... Put me together again with your word. Put me together again with your word. If we don't study the word, we are going to go on our own wishes. God is not going to tell us something that contradicts his word. If you don't know the word, you don't know what God is going to say. But knowing the word and hearing the word and believing and reading and, and you know, I don't understand this, but we still read because God can bring the meaning to us at another time. But we have the word of God in our heart, and, and Proverbs says, trust in, trust in God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do and everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Every day, every moment of every day, I am to be in prayer, and my prayer is, God be with me, thank you for the day, and whatever. And there's a person, I look at them and say, boy, they're a real loser. And then you go, oh God, thank you for them. They're a soul that needs your touch and your love. So they're not a loser. They're a person who needs help. They're a person whom God can make a difference in their life. So I pray for them instead of label them. What am I doing? I am, then we find, as we are say, saying thank you for these people, thank you for each one, what's going on now, we are developing the God conscious 
that God wants to do a work in them, but if he wants to do a work in them, he still wants to do a work in me, and there's still room for improvement. <laughs> you know, I'm almost perfect, but not, not quite, you know. That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> you know, but we're in this whole process of, you know, God developing and living, uh, living through us. Um, <laughs> don't assume, this is in Proverbs 3, don't assume that you know it all. Run to God, run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Boom. Your very bones will vibrate with life. No, they're vibrating with Arthur, you know. Arthur's got my bones. You know, Arthur doesn't have your bones. God has your bones. <laughs> and besides that, these dry bones can, God, can these dry bones come to life again? <laughs> God says, yes. God had in mind the coming together, you know, when Ezekiel's dry bones in the valley, we, we would write that off. There's nothing there. Just a bunch of dead men's bones. But when God speaks, the bones come back to life. You see, in our life, we have written off certain things. And God is saying, uh, wait a minute, go back there. Remember these dry bones you said were no good, they were dead, they're not going to do anything, never going to be any good come out of this? Don't write that off. Don't tell God that you don't believe that he can give life to these bones. You see, God can give life to the people, to the things that we would write off. And so, God, I don't understand. I, you know, I can't bring these things back to life, but you help me to understand these dry bones and if there's nothing there, I go on to the next thing. But, you know, we don't write anything off. We don't write any person off. We don't write off any event. We continue to pray for them. We continue to believe that God is going to save them. God is going to do a, a miraculous work in their life. You see, we know that God is the God of the impossible. God is the God of the, you know, what is a God-sized dream? What is a God-sized dream? Well, what do you think can't be done in your life? And for what reason do you believe that this is an impossibility? You see, belief works for and against us. You believe that nothing good is going to happen? <laughs> You're going to honor that belief. And what are you going to see? Ah, this is nothing. But it is something. This is nothing. <laughs> well, that, you know, anybody can get that. But you see, if we believe that God can use the smallest of things in our life, the mistakes and failures and problems in people, God can use anything. The people who are against us, that's, no, that's not a problem to God. The people who are for us, that's not going to, you know, God is going to take us in a direction that perhaps no one else sees but you in your own heart. So don't give up on the dreams and don't give up on the things that are important to you. Because if they are important to you, perhaps it is God who has put those thoughts in there. And if God has put those thoughts in there, he will prepare a way. He is, his light will shine upon the path that will take you in that direction. <laughs> Psalm 37 says, Stalwarts walk in step with God. His path blazed, his path blazed by God's, by God, he's happy. You know, stalwarts, know God is with us. 
the steps of a righteous man is, are ordered by the Lord. That's the King James. But stalwarts, walk in step with God. So we find ourselves, <laughs> you know, as a kid, did you ever try and step in, you know, in the snow? Oh, I, I heard this the other day. And, you know, yesterday when I heard this. An individual coming out behind me, I don't, I don't remember where we're at, and she said, well, we'll soon be winter. I was thinking, it's not winter. Don't throw away the summer because winter's coming, you know. They're ready to cash in summer because winter's coming. Well, you know, yes, it'll be here in October, November, December. It'll show up, but this is still July. One more day today. Then we go into August, you know, and school will be starting. Oh, where'd the summer go? You know, <laughs> I didn't know it didn't end soon enough. Uh, you know, whichever, what's your perspective? <laughs> be in step with God. Be in step with God. Acknowledge Him in everything, give thanks. <laughs> All things work together for good. You see, if we can see God working good in our life and what we have, being in step with God is that the pieces of the puzzle that we are putting together today, tomorrow's pieces will fit. You know, the pieces that haven't come yet, we see God and give God thanks in our life. We're seeing how that God is working all of this to, to good. There is a favorable, God has a favorable outcome in all of this. And guess what? The pieces that haven't arrived yet will fit. Will fit the puzzle. Because God, had, no, and I, I, I know I spoke this before, but God knows the end from the beginning. No, he knows the beginning from the end. It's the end from the beginning. God knows the end of where we're headed. And all these things are working together for good to the conclusion of our life. Our life didn't end yesterday. Our life began. But God knows the end, where we're going. He knows the choices we're going to make. We still have to make them, okay? Don't get confused there. We're still making choices, but God knows where you're going. And God hasn't given up on us, and God isn't leading us to failure, to hell, and to destruction. God is leading us to heaven, to blessings, to his will being accomplished in our life, until that glorious appearing of Jesus. We're headed there. It's a glorious place we're headed. Well, this is all fitting together for good to take us to that place. And in all of these things, I am giving thanks to God. I am acknowledging God because he is a part of making and putting developing this puzzle that's taking me forward and in the puzzle fitting together i am grateful to god in all things i am looking and waiting for his word to shine upon my path i acknowledge that god is with me so you see all of this all these things of being thankful acknowledging god in all things give thanks all of these are fitting together life and making the puzzle fit together more completely and easily and if I am grateful for all of this, wow, what is God bringing? <laughs> you see, we're building upon the blessings of God. We're building upon the blessings of God. Tomorrow is going to be 
blessed even more so than today because I know that God is taking me in a particular direction. And if it doesn't look blessed, it just means that we haven't arrived at the, at the, at the end yet. And God is there. So we focus on God's word. We, I have it here, forgive. Luke chapter 6, verse 37. Judge not, that ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. You see, everything in light, everything in light of God's word. What does God tell me to do? Forgive, let it go, let the past go, let people go, be thankful, acknowledge. We're just talking about everyday life. Well, what if I don't like what's happened? So we turn it over to God. What's impossible that he cannot change? (laughs) You know, God is capable. I can do all things. Christ, if I can do all things through Christ, Christ has already started working for the path to be good. Amen? So do we have that? Everybody want a light? (laughs) How bright are we? (laughs) How bright are we? Let's stand. God, we are so grateful to you that the light of Jesus Christ shines in our life, comes into the darkness of our greatest needs. And God, the light of your presence gives us hope, gives us direction. God, we pray for our family. We pray for each member. Lord, those who are lost and undone. God, those who are out of not out of your graces, but out of your will. I pray, O oh God, that you touch them, bind the evil one, evil's influence upon them. Let the light of Jesus Christ shine upon them. Let the darkness be pushed away by the light of Christ. God, I thank you for your light that shines in us and all that we do and say and the directions that we're going and for our family and the decisions we make. And God, there's just all these things, but they're all in the light of Christ shining upon our lives. Bless, O God, and guide us. May we continue to be grateful for how that you have been such a wonderful Savior. Amen. God bless you.